Welcome back to What's the Point, a podcast dedicated to Yvonne and Darian sharing their wellness journeys after losing nearly 200 pounds combined on WW, formerly known as Weight Watchers. We share tips, tricks, and best practices in hopes of helping you live well. Hello, Yvonne. How are you doing? I thought we could check in before we start the actual episode. I'm doing so great. Um, February is here. I don't even know how, but I feel like February will fly by just as much as January did. But everything is going good so far. Um, I am learning some new things about um, myself and how I'm eating and what I'm eating and when I'm eating and how much I'm eating. And so it's been a really cool, you know, five weeks or so um, discovering this new, this new stuff, I guess a better way to put it is just like, I've long story short, you guys, I've realized that, um, I know we talked about it last time, but I'm really trying to like shed this honeymoon and holiday weight gain. And it's been really hard and I'm trying to figure out why it's so hard. Well, after doing a little bit of digging, I've realized for myself that I am not eating enough calories and it kind of shook me because I have just been a person who has focused on points for almost seven years. I've just thought in terms of points, which was great. I mean, awesome. In the beginning, it's helped me. It changed my life. I lost a lot of weight doing that. But now I'm almost seven years in and I need to dig a little bit deeper than just the points because points go deeper and they go wider. And um, so, yeah, I'm kind of in this new discovery phase of figuring out, okay, how can I still hit my, you know, eat within my healthy eating range with my points, but what does that mean in terms of actual calories and what I'm feeding my body and how can it support me, um, to help me get to my goals and consider how much activity I do, you know, all these things work together. So it's been interesting the, the first, you know, month of the year, but so far so good. We'll continue to learn and I'll continue to share what I learn and we'll see if we can get this needle to move finally. <laughs> yes. But. And I think it's important too that I, like you're starting now, this is still the beginning of the year, even though January is gone, you know, yeah. it's still the beginning of the year. So figure this out now, figure out what your body needs, what your body wants. And I mean, 2021 is your oyster. It is. It is. And I think that, you know, for anybody who has been on a weight loss journey for a very long time, you know, that at some point you have to consider other things too. You know, you have to pivot and continue to learn and grow. And just like we talk about learning and growing with mindset and other areas of our lives, it, it's also for our nutrition. Um, you have to continue to learn and grow and figure out what works for your body. I've said it before, but I feel like our bodies are lifelong science experiments and what maybe has been working for me for all these years, it's kind of, I've been at a, just, I don't want to, I don't, I don't know if I want to say plateau because I really don't think it's a plateau, but I just feel like I've stalled for a while. Like a stand And I got to figure out what my body wants so that I can give it to my body and that I can continue to make progress. So I'm focusing on eating more right now, more frequently. Um, that's proven a little bit difficult, mm -hmm. but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it takes me. But what about you, Darian? How's, how was your first month of the year? Oh my gosh. Um, let's just say not good. Um, <laughs> I am still struggling a lot. Just, you know, family stuff is happening and I think I'm using it as an excuse for stress. I mean, I definitely am really stressed. You can tell just by, if you guys follow me on Instagram, looking at my face, I break out horribly when I'm stressed and here I am. So it, 
has not been going good. I'm doing like great one day, then the next day doing like half good, then the third day just downhill or uphill, whichever one is harder. I forgot. <laughs> and uh, and then. February is my favorite month because it's my birthday month and it's Valentine's day. And I love obviously both of those things. And so now I'm navigating, trying to get in that mindset of, okay, I can celebrate on my birthday. I can celebrate on Valentine's day. That's totally fine, but I don't need to celebrate all 28 days of the month with food. You know what I mean? (laughs) Oh, we've all been there. We've all been there, but I want you to remember Darian, you haven't quit. You know, it might be hard and you might be in a hard season because so many people are in a hard season. I'm in a hard season in a different way too, but you're not quitting. You are still mindful, even though you might be mindful doing different things. Like it hasn't, you haven't thrown in the towel is what I'm saying. Oh, for sure. And just transparency on Sunday, I went and got Arby's, but I still ordered a diet Dr. Pepper, you know? So it's like little steps. It's the little things. It's the little things. And you know, the thing is, is that, we're not going to be on all the time, hundred percent. You know what I mean? So it's okay to have these seasons and, you know, the, our journey, there's ebbs and flows and everything. And, you know, it's cool. Just roll with it and you will get through this and it's going to all be better and you'll be stronger on, on the other side. Oh, yes, that's where I'm at. So anyways, we thought we'd just do a little check in with you guys. But now the bulk of the episode, we are going to talk to you guys about our favorite kitchen gadgets or our mu- must have must have items for the kitchen. And I do want to caveat this. Some of these are expensive. I will just flat out tell you that but you can be successful without any of this stuff. This is just the things or the items that have made both of our lives easier being on WW and will probably make your guys' lives a little easier, but definitely don't feel pressure. I mean, this isn't an ad basically. (laughs) Yeah, no. And and it's good to kind of talk about these things because if you're just starting off on WW or any other program and you're like, okay, what do I need? where do I start? What do I do? I think it's really important to set yourself up well in the kitchen because that's where you're going to be spending most of your time um, and getting familiar with everything in the kitchen and how it works. And if there's anything that we can offer to help, you know, create a shortcut for you in the kitchen or make your, you know, meal prepping a little faster or easier or healthy meals a little easier because you're a busy parent, um, or just a busy person in general, then we want to do that. So that's kind of what today is about. Just wanting to share some of our favorite kitchen gadgets that have helped us, aided us. And if they've helped us, we're hoping that they'll help you. Yes. And so the first one I'm going to talk about, you guys, I was a non-believer and I don't think Yvonne has one of these. I was a non-believer, but I love a Black Friday deal. And it was on sale for Black Friday from Walmart for $49. And I think they're usually 100 and it's an instant pot. You don't have one, correct? I do, but I don't use it because I'm terrified. <laughs> okay, because I, I was thinking and I was like, I don't think I've ever seen her post about one. <laughs> I think maybe I can count on less, like less than five times for sure. I think I've used in my Instapot because I, I just, it's, there's too many buttons and I don't understand and I'm scared and I just rather, rather not. So I, I have a very nice Instapot actually, but it doesn't get used very much. 
Oh my gosh. Listen, let me tell you, do not be intimidated. There are a lot of buttons, but they all do what they say. Does that That's make sense? That's what everyone says. Why is it so confusing for me? <laughs> Listen, FaceTime me one day and I'll help you. I have heard the critique. So if you guys, for some reason, aren't familiar with instant pots, basically it's a pressure cooker. It has a bunch of other settings too, though. Like I saute things in it. It has the slow cooker setting, many, many settings, but the main thing is the pressure cooker. So whenever you pressure cook, you usually have to manually release the steam. And a lot of people are scared of that because <laughs> I've posted a video of it before. When you release the steam, it is wild. I mean, it shoots up there. You guys can see videos on YouTube, Instagram. It is wild, but I'm telling you, oh my gosh, you guys, you can make spaghetti in the one pot, which I know there are a lot of one pot recipes out there, but normally with those, you have to stir and you have to do things like that. You can make Instapot spaghetti and all you do is put everything in there, lock the lid, pressure cook it for, I think it's eight minutes, eight minutes, you guys, and you have perfect spaghetti. I'm so mind blown right now. That's one thing about the Instapot that has always intrigued me is about how quickly it cooks everything, even like frozen foods, like a frozen chicken breast or something like that. Like it does it so fast. And then it's, then it just shreds like the chicken shreds. Um, but spaghetti in the Instapot, eight minutes. Okay. I'm hooked. You, you, I, you've, you've hooked me. I'm telling you. And guess what? The spaghetti recipe I use is the skinniest dish. One of your favorite star, you know? Yes. So you can use it, but I, this is one of the items that I'm telling you, I just didn't understand the hype, but then I got one and now I love it. And the fun thing is a lot of people, if you find a crock pot recipe, actually, this is probably my favorite part find a crock pot recipe that takes, you know, six to four hours on low, whatever you can put the exact same recipe in the instant pot for maybe 20 minutes and it's done. So I'm like, shook right now. I'm so mind blown by the speed <laughs> in which the instant pot works. Yes. And so you don't have to thaw your meat. If you forget, you know, if you forget to start the crock pot in the morning, if you don't work from home or something, it's just so convenient. And I really encourage you guys, I, you know, I don't want to say I encourage you to buy them because they are expensive. They're like a hundred dollars, but if you needed a sign to buy one and you've been waiting for a sign, here is your sign. Well, and you know, to that point, isn't there some other kind of brands that maybe aren't as expensive that you can find, like maybe a grocery store brand or at Aldi or somewhere like that. They have their own version of Instapot and sometimes they're a little bit less expensive. Yes. I don't know any, you know, but I bet there are some out there, but you know, like Macy's or places like that love to sell, um, not name brand ones. I don't know what they would be called. I guess they'd probably just be called pressure cooker, right. Or things like that. So definitely do your research, you guys, but totally worth it. Even my best friend the other day got one and she texted me. She was like, Oh my gosh, this chicken and potatoes I made was done so fast. And it's only one dish. That's the other part, right? One dish. Very like very little to no cleanup. Exactly. I need to get on that Instapot life. Yes. I can't believe you have one. This is your homework for the week. You need to make one Instapot meal. <laughs> I think my homework should be like take it out, like just bring it out of the pantry, put it on the counter and then just let me be with it for a minute and see what we can, what we can do. <laughs> okay. So we record every two weeks. So how about the homework? The next time we record is that you made one meal. <laughs> 
I think I can commit to that. That's a lot of pressure, especially since you're putting it out so publicly, Darius. You're like putting me on the spot about the pressure cooker. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'll find something. I might even do that spaghetti one you mentioned because I adore Star and all of her recipes at the Skinniest Dish. They're always so, so dang good. Um, Okay, I'm going to give it a whirl. Thank you. And now, you know, all of the people are going to listen. So we're going to be watching. (laughs) And if I'm not here to record in a couple of weeks, I'll know that the pressure cooker killed me. (laughs) (laughs) I have a new, a new host coming. I'm just kidding. Uh, Okay. Another thing that I love in my kitchen is I do have a KitchenAid mixer. A funny story is I actually won it at my old company's golf outing. So that's exciting. I remember um, when you won that you were so excited. Yes. Technically I didn't even win it. My boss just gave it to me and I was like, oh my goodness. But a hack that I learned because I honestly don't use it that much, but whenever I need to have shredded chicken, I use the KitchenAid. It is so easy because, you know, normally when you make shredded chicken, you boil the chicken, then it's really hot. You wait for it to cool down. You either shred it with forks or even your hands, you know, it's so easy. Well, KitchenAid mixers or even hand mixers, which I think I saw you use a hand mixer this week. You can even while it's hot, shred it and you don't lose any prep time, any cook time or anything like that. So it's not even the KitchenAid mixer because those are really expensive, just a hand mixer, anything that will help you shred chicken and it will cut your time in over half. I mean, you can shred chicken in five seconds. Okay. I was so blown away by this because I had seen this on the gram. Other people do, you know, shred chicken in this way. And I had never done it for myself. Well, the other day I, um, I had some chicken breasts that I needed to use. I went ahead and boiled them. And then I was like, you know what, I'm going to try that little mixer thing to shred the chicken. And I didn't even think to use my kitchen eight is it KitchenAid? KitchenAid mixer? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think to use that, but after I shared that I used a hand mixer, several people reached out and were like, you can use your KitchenAid too. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's genius. But I did use a hand mixer and I'm here to tell y'all, I just did it for the first time last week. It works. Mm-hmm. I could not believe it. And it's not like it leaves it in bulky like pieces. Mm-hmm. It really, really shreds it really nicely. And you don't get your hands dirty. It's super easy. It's fast. And like Darian said, it doesn't take up any time whatsoever. It doesn't, it cuts your prep time down so much, but, and then you can use it for tacos. You can use it for chicken salad. You can use it for chicken spaghetti. You can use it for all these kinds of different things. Yes. And that's my favorite part is you don't have to wait for it to cool because I used to, you know, cause I would use my hands. It was just easier for me than using forks because I was yeah. scraping my bowl and things like that, but not having to have it cool is just mind blowing to me. And I agree with what you said, whenever you use a mixer, a hand mixer, a KitchenAid or anything, it doesn't come out in huge chunks. It's actually shredded and small. And I'm just like mind blown. Yeah. It's a good one for sure. Okay. The last thing that I'm going to say is my must have kitchen gadget. And I will say Yvonne and I kind of have some that overlap. So I'm going to agree with a lot that she says too, I'm sure. But (laughs) The last thing is a good water bottle or a good drinking cup. The reason I say that is one, we all need to drink our water, you know, daily. It's, it's a very important part of being healthy, losing weight journeys, things like that. And 
if you have a good water bottle, it almost entices you to drink it. You know, if you're just using regular water bottles, like 16 ounce throwaway ones or recyclable ones, or even cans of LaCroix or things like that, one, they're so small, it's kind of hard to get a lot of water in, but two, it's just not fun. I agree. I love a beautiful water bottle. It makes drinking water more enjoyable. And if I think it's cute and it's pretty, I'm more likely to drink it. Yes. And the really popular one right now, I don't know if you've seen it or if you have one is the like huge one. That's this big that tells you to drink by what time do you know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah. It has like the times of the day and it has like the little tickers. And then it says like by 9am you should be here. And then like 12 or whatever. Yeah. I think it's a gallon. And so if you're aiming for a gallon a day, that is a great choice. It's definitely not one I would say that you like can travel with everywhere, but if you're working remotely right now and just trying to get your water and I recommend that or a knockoff Yeti cup, a stainless steel cup, those are my favorites. I have the 32 ounce. And then I also get the big like Bubba straws. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -mm. Uh, what's a Bubba straw? Well, I have one right here, but it's not, it's in an old Chick-fil-A cup. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like, um, what am I trying to say? Like soft material. Is it plastic? Yes, but it's like, I like want to say silicone, but that's probably not the right word. Silicone? Yeah, I think maybe. Is it kind of the same material that you, it's like those silicone pans are made out of? Yeah, like little, or like egg, um, egg molds or something. Yes, yes. Yes. And so oh, I love okay. to use straws like that because one, I don't know about you, but I love drinking out of a straw more than like a water bottle where I have to go like this. And it just makes me drink more. And it just is fun to chew on. Let's be honest. I think there is, I think I have heard somewhere along the lines of like, if you drink out of a straw, you can drink faster. You drink more faster. I have you heard that before. I feel like I have because it's almost easier to drink. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. That makes but, sense to me. Yeah. But yeah, those are my three must have gadgets. Instapot, a hand mixer or a KitchenAid mixer for dough or chicken, and then just a really good water bottle. I would say 32 ounces or more. Oh, for sure. I use, a, I use the WW one, the turquoise and silver one that you can find in the WW store. That one's like 39 ounces. Mm -hmm. So let's just round up to 40 ounces for the sake of being easy. So my goal is always to drink three of those a day. So that's 120 ounces. If I fall short, that's okay because my goal always is 100 no matter what. So if I can get 120, then I'm smooth sailing. But that's kind of how I do it. And then my goal is always to drink one of them like in the morning during my workout time and then drink the second one, be done with it by like two or three o'clock in the afternoon. And then from three o'clock to bedtime, I have to get my third one in to round out the day so I can hit my, my water goal for the day. So that's kind of how I break it up, but I love having a big water bottle. So I only have to refill it a couple of times a day. You know what I mean? Exactly. Definitely aim high. The bigger, the better, honestly. <laughs> yeah. The only beef I have with the current water bottle that I use is that it doesn't fit in my cup holder. Yeah. Like I like one that fits in my cup holder, but it's hard to find one that's also big enough that I like. So it's a trade-off right now. I'm obviously not in my car a lot because of the pandemic. And so I'm home a ton. So it really doesn't matter. But when I go run an errands or something, I'm like, man, what am I do with my water bottle? It doesn't fit in my cup holder. So I have to hold it and it rolls all over the place. And anyway, first world problems. I know you got, you got water bottle beef, <laughs> <laughs> water bottle beef. That's right. <laughs>
but yeah, that was what I have. So what you got? Okay. So I'm always down for good kitchen gadgets. I'm always here for things to make my life easier. The first one I want to share with you all is the veggie chopper. Um, if you guys follow me on Instagram and you've been around for a minute or so, you know, I am down for a good veggie chopper and I bought mine on Amazon. They it's roughly depending on if it's on sale or not anywhere from 17 to $21. And it just makes everything so much easier. I chop all of my vegetables that way. Um, whether it's like peppers, onions, pickles, I even do pickles and onion and pickles wow. and boiled eggs. I put in the veggie chopper for tuna salad. I love it. Um, it comes with different kinds of settings. So if I want to make homemade French fries, I can put a potato in there. I dice potatoes that way as well. Um, there's just so many things that you can do with the veggie chopper because chopping veggies takes a long time and it can be really messy if you ask me, but you just put the veggie chopper and you close it and it like compresses together and it shoots the vegetables through the chopper and you're done in a matter of seconds. Like I can, I can chop onions, peppers, um, any of the carrots. I've done carrots before, zucchini, anything that you want in a matter of minutes. And then it's also an easy way to prep vegetables because if you like to prep food and you're like, okay, I don't want to, you're really not prepping whole meals, but you want to make sure you have some things on hand so that when you do cook, it's already done. A great way is to just prep veggies. So I am obsessed, obsessed with my veggie chopper. I use it all of the time. And I know many people that have followed me on Instagram, they've purchased this veggie chopper too. And they always tell me how much they love it and how quickly they're able to um, chop all their vegetables. So, and like I said, I even do boiled eggs and pickles and anything else I want to make for like tuna salad or chicken salad. You could do little grapes if you want to throw them in your chicken salad. So I know that I need this. I don't know why I still have not bought it because I hate chopping vegetables. If Connor is home and I have to chop vegetables for a recipe, I just make him do it. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of extra prep time. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're making a dish that has a lot of vegetables and you need to prep a lot of things, you're like, geez, like this is taking forever, but man, it'll just fly by. You'll be done. You could do a bunch of veggies over the weekend and just put them in little containers and have them in your fridge ready to go and you're done. Like it's so much faster. I know I need it. Obviously I'm obsessed with my veggie chopper. <laughs> um, another thing I'm really obsessed about and I've been using for years is an air fryer. <laughs> I love a good air fryer. I'm actually, I've already gone through two air fryers. No, I've gone through three air fryers and I'm on the market for another one. And I have been on the market for another air fryer for about a year or so. I just need a bigger one because the one I have is too small and I have to cook things in batches. And I really want to reduce that. So I just need to, I need like the big mamma jamma air fryer. I got to find one, but, um, an air fryer is kind of like a mini convection oven where it just cooks, but it cooks everything in half the time. And in your air fryer, you can do frozen foods like, you know, frozen French fries or chicken tenders or corn dogs or anything like that. You can just pop it in your air fryer. And typically a good rule of thumb is if the directions on the bag um, say 375 for 15 minutes. What you do in the air fryer, and that's for the oven, what you do in the air fryer is take the same temperature, but typically you cut the cook time in half. 
So if something said 375 for 14 minutes, you're going to do 375 for seven minutes. And of course, give or take, right? Depending on the air fryer and things like that. But that's just kind of a good rule of thumb because I know it can be confusing if you're trying to put something in the air fryer, but it only gives oven instructions on the back of the bag. And you're like, I don't know what this means. So that's kind of what, kind of like, that's the guide I use whenever I'm trying to reheat things. But I've also cooked things like salmon. I've roasted a bunch of vegetables in the air fryer. I've even made homemade bagels in the air fryer and mini pizza. Like the possibilities are endless. Anything that you would make in the oven, you can make in the air fryer and half the time. And I like the air fryer because you don't have to preheat it. You can if you want to, but I don't, I've never preheated my air fryer and it doesn't heat up your whole house in the summer like an oven would. I mean, if you're, I mean, we live in the South, right? I'm in Texas, you're in Oklahoma, Darian. The last thing you want to do in August when it's 115 degrees outside is turn on your oven because then it just heats up the whole house. So the air fryer eliminates that. It doesn't, it, and it's so easy and you don't have to clean your I mean, it's much easier to clean an air fryer than it is clean your oven. So yes. I'm a huge advocate, if you can't tell, for air fryer. There's so many ones. There's so many good ones on the market now. I mean, you can find so many brands, so many different price ranges, so many different sizes. You figure out what's good for you um, and go get you one if you haven't. Or if you have one, a lot of people have one. They're like, I don't even know how to use this. Just like the Instapot, just <laughs> take it out, start playing with it. I, um, even Marcus uses the air fryer to reheat oh, wow. like pizza or something. Cause he doesn't like the way reheating pizza comes out in the microwave. So he'd rather put it in the air fryer. Um, you can do bacon in the air fryer. I'm just telling you the possibilities are endless with the air fryer. So get yourself an air fryer. That is such a good point because I never even thought about it. You know, Connor for nights that I'm not home because I do the majority of the cooking for nights that I'm not home. He could put his pizza rolls or his taquitos mm -hmm. or something in the air fryer. I never yeah. thought about that. And it's so much better because it comes out fresher and crispier. Cause I think in the microwave, things tend to soften up like your crust. If you're putting reheating pizza in the microwave, I feel like everything gets soft. Yeah. It's not the same crispy crust as when it got delivered. Right. But if you put it in the air fryer, it's good. Another thing that I do in the air fryer is boil eggs. If you're not quote unquote boiling eggs in the air fryer, what are you doing with your life right now? <laughs> it is foolproof. It's perfect every time. For me, I like a really well done boiled egg. Like I don't like a soft yolk. Um, so I do about 16 to 17 minutes in the air fryer at 265 degrees. Mm. And after that's done, I take the eggs out and I put them in an ice bath, which basically is a bowl with ice and cold water so that they immediately stop cooking. And then I just let them sit there for a little bit and then they're done and I have them prepped and ready to go for the whole week. So that's another great way to use your air fryer is to make boiled eggs. I'll never make boiled eggs another way again, except the air fryer. I also love my air fryer. So I agree with everything that you said. And even though it's a frozen food, if you guys buy Trader Joe's uh, frozen turkey corn dogs and put them in the air fryer, I swear it tastes like it's from the fair. Like Connor, Avery, all of us love them. It, it tastes like they're from the fair. They are so good. Those turkey corn dogs are very delicious. Yes, I agree. Taste like taste like turkey. Yeah, they taste quote unquote normal, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, another another kitchen gadget that I think is super important that everybody must have, and it just helps you so much. It's a really good food scale. 
Um, if you are really working any program, whether it's WW or you're counting calories or macros or whatever, um, it doesn't matter because you also need to be in all of those programs. You need to be aware of portion. And um, the only way you can be aware of portion is if you're weighing your food, measuring your food, counting your food, things like that. So um, I bought a $10 scale off of Amazon. It works great. Um, and I just, you can, I mean, the prices range also for, you can get it like for, for scales, you can get like a super fancy food scale, spend like $45. You can get something that does everything for 10 bucks, just whatever floats your boat, but have a good scale that has, um, of course, grams. I like to do things in grams as much as possible because I feel that's the most accurate, but grams, milliliters, liters, pounds, ounces, ounces. all the things, um, I think is really helpful. Um, I sometimes over the years have gotten cocky with um, portion because I think, oh, I've done this long enough. I already know, like I can eyeball it. Well, let me tell you, your eyeballs get bigger and bigger. And over time, <laughs> you're already up to like one and a half, close to two, two portions, right? Two serving sizes. Um, so I, I, I don't have an issue. I really enjoy weighing things. So I think having a kitchen scale is really, really crucial especially if you're just starting off your journey or you're in the, you know, the beginning of your journey, it's really important so that you can become familiar with how much you're eating. Um, and I just have mine on my kitchen counter all day, every day, use it every single meal. And I think it's really crucial that you have one and that it works great and, um, that you become best friends with your food scale. I agree. And I have like a really embarrassing story. I just remembered about a food scale because (laughs) So when I first started WW back in like November of 2017, I did not have a food scale and I did not buy a food scale for months after. And I bought one because you guys, I never really cared about portion sizes before. Right. So grams didn't matter to me. Ounces didn't matter to me. Didn't really know how to read them. Didn't care. I never needed them. And so what I was doing before I had a food scale was if something said, I don't know, a recipe said, I'm making this up, six ounces of Cheetos. I was just taking a measuring cup that said six ounces on it and like scooping that. Does that make sense? Yeah. <laughs> but fluid ounces are different than weight. And I didn't really understand that. And I asked that freaking question in a WW meeting and everyone was like, I mean, they didn't say this, but they're probably like this freaking idiot. So I left that meeting that day with a scale, a food scale. Hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, that's kind of a normal thing to do though. If you don't know, you don't know. Right. Yes, like, I did not. Don't be embarrassed, Darian. I just think back now, you know, but look at me now. Look at you now down over a hundred pounds. Hey, hey, hey. Oh man. So anyways, (laughs) yes, I second the food scale. You definitely need it. If you were doing what I do, fluid ounces are different than regular weight ounces. So don't do that. Yes, exactly. That is true. There is some slight variation for sure. Um, But yeah. Okay. One more thing that I want to share with you all that is a must have. And then you probably already have one of these, but it's a slow cooker. Um, I think slow cooker Sunday is a phenomenal idea. I try not to cook a lot on the weekends. We kind of eat out more on the weekends, but if I really want to, um, you know, set myself up for a good week, starting on Monday, I like to have 
some sort of slow cooker meal on Sunday. I haven't been the best at being consistent with that because I, to be honest, I forget. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's slow cooker Sunday. And I forgot. And I'm already in the afternoon. It's too late for me to put something in the slow cooker, but it's also great for busy weeknights. Um, if you have children who have a lot of activities and you don't have a lot of time to cook, it's a great opportunity to just like dump and go. You know, there's a lot of great recipes on Pinterest. A lot of the um, amazing food, food bloggers in our community have great slow cooker recipes. So I encourage you um, to get a slow cooker. Um, but I have a feeling almost everyone has one already. So um, check that out. But I definitely can't live without my, my veggie chopper, my air fryer, my food scale, and a good slow cooker. A, slow good, a good slow cooker <laughs> recipe is always my jam. Um, two things about that one, 100% agree. I do slow cook, slow cooker Sunday too. So what I'll do is I'll plan, you know, I plan my meals monthly. We've talked about this in the meal planning one. So every Sunday I'll just pick a slow cooker recipe. I love it. I love not having to touch it or anything, but also if you guys buy an instant pot, it is also a slow cooker. That is true. I forgot. <laughs> See, if I actually use my instant pot, I would know that. <laughs> Exactly. But no, I agree with everything you said as well. And these are, like we said, just some gadgets that we love make our WW journey easier. Um, if I had to go with a, what's the point on this one for me, it's, you definitely don't have to buy any of these or need to buy any of these, but I believe that your journey will be a lot easier and go a lot smoother if you have them. Yeah. For me, if I think about what's the point, I think about like, it's important to surround yourself with the things that are going to help you be successful. And these are some of the things over the years that have helped Darian and I, um, are they, um, an absolute necessity? No, of course not. But we just wanted to share things that have helped us. And I know I will go to my grave with a veggie chopper because that is my jam. And if anything has saved me more time on this journey, it's my veggie chopper. So I just leave you with that, my friends. Thank you guys so much for listening to What's the Points. If you liked the episode, please rate, review, and subscribe. As always, follow us on Instagram. Yvonne is at TexiMexi underscore living. And I am at Biggie2Fitty. Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you next time.